Listen up, maggots. We got targets inbound. So lock and load your senses and stand by for imminent contact. If you love beer, you're in the beer army. So grab a frosty brew and get ready. It's time to liberate your senses. It's Beer Army Engaged on Beer Army Radio. Well, welcome to the show and Happy New Year, everybody. It's Mick Dagger here. And the General, Happy New Year, everybody. How did you, how was your New Year's Eve, man? It was non-eventful, stayed at home, um, Ginger Ninja, and he's like, hey, what are you guys doing? And I'm like, well, we don't have a babysitter, man, so, <laughs> but we did do the balloon drop at the Burger Company, seemed like that was pretty, um, Beer Army Burger Company, the first annual balloon drop, it seemed pretty successful and stuff like that. Uh, I did watch yeah. it on the cameras a little bit, but there was a lot of people in attendance, and we had, um, um, Again, uh, Wickline was uh, playing. and Mr. Wick Wickline. And he was jamming out. So, uh, yeah, they had a good uh, turnout. And I know you were doing the uh, the Crab Pot drop. Yeah, out in uh, Moorhead City. How'd that go? Yeah, it went all right. <laughs> well, that's all I can say about that. The weather was a huge issue. And then they switched things up. And then it was kind of... Uh, well, it ended up working out well. So. Well, when you say the issue is the weather, uh, issue, when the weather was an issue, I know it wasn't because it was as cold as it is right now, which is out of control. And I, it was a great temperature out there. It was just rain was, uh, you know, rain was coming in. I don't know about the rest of the parts of the country, but it is just ridiculous how the uh, the weather's come back with a vengeance. It was, <laughs> we had uh, unseasonably warm temperatures, and then we got a little bit more. Uh, I guess temperature corrected, and it is brutally cold. Yeah, right the now. Uh, the coldest day of this season so far. Yeah, the temperature uh, when I got up this morning and ran, uh, it said with the wind chill, it was twelve degrees, and I was just like, "You have mm. got to be kidding me, man!" <laughs> and it felt like twelve degrees. That's why you're wiped out and tired, huh? Ah, uh, just cold I, took everything. I, to out be of honest you. with you, uh, I think I had a good, pretty, a pretty good holiday season because. Um, I feel depressed trying to get back into the saddle. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's how you judge it, right? We're not even a full week into the new yeah, year and you're uh, already depressed. Yeah, it's just like, oh, man. New Year's optimism is, uh, well, didn't grab hold of you, huh? Well, I did get my laughs on, though, listening to last week's episode, listening to the uh, opening three or four minute segment where we talked about uh, Matt and the whole desk thing. I don't know. I got a real kick out of it. <laughs> um, maybe you just needed to be there to appreciate it. But I was laughing my ass off as I was listening to it because I'm imagining – picturing it in my head like you got these two idiots trying to bring a desk up a staircase and it doesn't you get it halfway in but you can't get through the top and measure i don't know yeah, yeah. measure twice cut once yeah know, exactly like yeah. pretty much uh and then of course um house mouse scott he is our fantasy football champion and <laughs> you know so this past weekend he uh oh, i'm sure much, he's loving that even though they they technically got some you know it, it yeah they pretty much locked it down because uh brian who was uh playing against them uh he had tom brady starting and they just showed their ass man <laughs> yeah i couldn't believe miami beat uh the pats but uh, you know, I'm really happy about the Panthers. I'm sure you're really happy about Denver. Uh, both of us uh, got the uh, first overall seed. The way everything was working out and how games had to to wrap up, who had to win and who had to lose. I mean, it was crazy. If it the was. if the Broncos lost mm-hmm. and Kansas City won, yeah, it was like Broncos would be number five and playing for a wild card slot. Yeah, <laughs> but if the Broncos won, yeah, and. Uh, with the Patriots losing, they would automatically claim the number one seed in the AFC. Yeah. So it's like, how does what? How does that work? I think the one that really threw me for a loop was uh, Pittsburgh. I didn't think Pittsburgh would be in the playoffs or whatever, and all of a sudden they're in because the way again, exactly how you're talking about all the yeah. stars aligning, people losing, them winning, and and I don't know. I was just like it's crazy. Wow. So 
So they're in. But uh, I'll tell you what's crazy. This beer is crazy. And, uh, you know, since we started the funk train last week, I figured <laughs> kind of keep it going on a little bit. He chose a good one, man. And uh, from Cascade Brewing Company out of Portland, Oregon, we are just uh, drinking their Blueberry Northwest Style Sour Ale coming in at 7.75% ABV. Uh, this bad mamba jamba has been aged in oak barrels uh, on top of blueberries. Um, it it mm. is... It's great. I, I like it a lot. Uh, I don't like the price, but yeah, <laughs> that, it's not that, cheap that they charge. Uh, we were out there um, during the Craft Brewers Conference last year because that was in Portland, and we actually went to their um, to their barrel or their well, they have multiple locations, but we went to their barrel uh, room or whatever. So I think it's like Cascade Brewing. Um, look at my notes here, Brewing Barrel House, and that's where we went to. Uh, and they had a phenomenal amount of selections that were on tap and everything else that were, that were there. But, yeah, it, it is a little pricey. But uh, the cool thing about this uh, bottle here, this is actually their 2013 vintage. Mm. So uh, this is a blend of wheat and blonde ales that were, uh, that were um, aged in oak barrels for six months and then additionally aged four months on fresh blueberries. So you're talking 10 months of aging right there. So that even though it says 2013, you ain't going to get your hands on it. You know, it wasn't even released till 2014. Um, mm. It pours, uh, I would say, are like this red going to purple color. And then I would say that the head um, that was there, and you saw when I poured it, it was highly carbonated. Oh, it was, absolutely. It was erupting. Uh, I would say is like almost got this purple tinge head uh, while it was there. And then there's some minimal lacing. The aroma of uh, tart fruit, and there's no mistaking that this is a um, a fruit beer. You, you do pick up some blueberries, but it, it, you know the aroma's there. You pick up a little bit of root wood, but it's mostly that fruit and that sourness. It just comes out at you. Uh, taste is huge sour hit fruit up front. Uh, you get that acidic, um, you know, flavoring or whatever, and that that transitions to a good amount of fruit, not just blueberry though. To be honest with you, I was like, I'm just picking up a lot of dark fruits. Um, you know, if you didn't tell me it was blueberry, say, okay, guess what this fruit is. I, I don't know if I would say blueberry per se, but um, it finishes up with the sourness from the bread. There's more sourness than I was expecting, but I think it's needed to balance out how much sweet uh, and fruit there is in this beer. So I would say that it's light to medium body and a mouthfeel with medium carbonation that finishes on the dry side with some tartness. Definitely some tartness. Um, you'll have to check their website for availability as they're always uh, releasing, releasing different <laughs> beers and vintages. And just again, be prepared to spend a little bit of money. <laughs> oh, it's it's well worth it. That is a I really like that. It's complex. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. It's they consistently get. Uh, well, we'll talk about. I mean, they've got a lot of medals and stuff like that. But it was established in 1998 by Art uh, Lawrence, who is considered one of the founders of Oregon's craft beer scene. Um, he, when he founded it, uh, uh, Cascade Brewing Company. It's also known as uh, Art. Lawrence's Raccoon Lodge and Brew Pub. <laughs> and I'm going to talk about it a little bit. <laughs> so the lodge name comes from originally planning to have sleeping rooms on the third level, but that was eventually eliminated from the plan, but the name kind of remains. So, yeah, so uh, I liked it. The Raccoon Lodge and Brew Pub. <laughs> nice. He, he co-founded uh, Oregon's, uh, or one of Oregon's uh, first microbreweries, uh, Portland Brewing Company, as well as the Oregon's Brewers Festival, which is considered one of the top festivals in the country. Uh, he partnered up with brewmaster Ron Gansberg, who started in the Northwest wine industry, crossed over in 1986 to brewing with Bridgeport Brewing Company. And then when they joined forces in 1998, they started with a 10-barrel uh, brewing system. There's uh, 42 breweries in Portland metropolitan area. And when we were there for the CBC, it was just crazy. I mean, you just, you're like, wow. Like, it's like, 
how do so many like how do they survive you know because you think they'd be cutting each other's wrists you know that i mean 42 you know in a town i mean imagine hey, hey, hey. you know i mean there's you know and i think of some of the bigger cities like los angeles chicago or uh, new york they don't even have 42 breweries you know so uh you know they had to specialize at and focus on something because everybody's producing a lot of great beer. And so they predominantly uh, focus on barrel aged sour beers, which kind of, they kind of dove into that in around 2005. They started really kind of specializing in that in 2008, they developed three ultra premium Oak barrel aged sour beers under the cascade brewing label. And, uh, this originally wasn't one of the three lineups. Uh, they had the, uh, the Creek, the apricot, and I'm trying to think what the third one is, but it's, it's, I'm lost off the top of my head, but, uh, Again, when we were there at CBC uh, last year, uh, that's where uh, they have their produ- their production warehouse where they're using. They have a 7,000-square-foot space, but they just recently expanded to 23,000 square feet. And it used to be a, uh, an old produce warehouse. And this that location houses uh, their 1,400 French uh, oak, Kentucky bourbon, and Northwest wine barrels plus nine fooders. So that's where they do a lot of the packaging and stuff like that. I'd um, love to visit that. Yeah, it was. Well, we had the opportunity to actually uh, party with the uh, Raleigh Brewing Company crew, uh, Christy and all of them and uh, and Scotty and stuff. And it was the night before we had to fly out. So we were way, way up too late and hung over <laughs> getting on that plane at zero dark 30. And it just sucked, you know, yeah. uh, for the long flight back. But, um, yeah, it's I highly recommend if you get a chance to definitely check out the Cascade Brewing uh, Barrel House. Uh, again, be, be prepared to spend a little money, though. <laughs> they currently distribute in uh, Oregon, Washington, California, Florida, Massachusetts, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, and New York. I know that's really, you know, that's interesting when you look at a map, like how they're distributed, because usually yeah. they go from state to state, you know. Yeah. Um, but they've won multiple medals uh, to include, you know, gold, silver, and bronze at Great American Beer Festival. Uh, I think they're one of the few breweries I see get, you know, 100 rating on, you know, Beer Advocate or Rate Beer, which is, you know, next to impossible. So, uh, you know, if getting gold at JBF is not, it doesn't seem impossible. Getting hundreds on those, uh, both those websites, is, seems to be impossible. So, well, cheers to them. Yeah, no, delicious. Highly, highly recommend that you uh, try it. <laughs> Get your hands on some if you can afford it. <laughs> well, it's the uh, Blueberry Northwest Style Sour Ale, and yeah. uh, the 2013 project here. But uh, this is one they crank out every year, right? Well, they do. They always have a blueberry. I've seen it on their website and stuff like that, but oh, it could be a lambic, it could be something like right. This. Like I don't know, like because right. they're always blending, you know what I mean. Yeah. So they're always blending beers from, you know, uh, well, like they said, they have French oak, they have Kentucky bourbon, and they have wine barrels or north, you know, northwest wine barrels. So they're always blending. Like we talked about when we visited uh, your man up there in New Belgium territory. Oh yeah, and, yeah. Uh, talking about the, the Mr. You know, Eric Salazar. Talking about the footers and how they always have. Um, older beer and then fresh beer and then blending it and it's really that's almost a whole art form in itself uh, this whole you know barrel master aging sensei you know it's like knowing when beer is ready to go just like when we were tasting it you know right out of the footers and and you can taste how different but it's there's not a certain set of time they actually have to taste it. it's like a cook you know like yep. okay this thing's ready we need to blend and and then to know that okay we're going to blend 60 percent of it we got to keep some of it in there pour fresh beer on top you know I, I don't know i mean that's 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 really i'm amazed i mean it's again it's it's like being the beer whisperer or whatever you know so yeah they do science well 
They do, they do. So <laughs> that's a, yeah, it's awesome. This is a great beer. Yeah, that's good. Get all the information you need on Cascade Brewing's Blueberry Northwest Style Sour Ale here in the show notes. You can uh, link to it right there by clicking on the image on iTunes if that's who you're taking in Beer Army Engaged, or on uh, beerarmy.org. You can find all the information there. Uh, under Bear Army Radio. So check it out and stick around. We have our Heroes Never Die coming up and an awesome story caught on video Dustin has for us. Yeah, a firefighter from uh, Pennsylvania the responding, first responder to a car fire, man. And it's uh, wow. pretty dramatic. I mean, we've done car fires and all that, but it still amazes me. <laughs> you know, it still always amazes me. So Absolutely. That's coming your way here on Beer Army Engaged. Go AWOL with Beer Army Radio. We're online and mobile at beerarmy.org. Every soldier needs quality gear. Get yours at BeerArmy.org. Hats, t-shirts, and more. Show Murphy he can't keep you down and announce to the world that you're in the Beer Army. Go to BeerArmy.org. Do it. Uh, By the way, Murphy's a bitch. It's Beer Army Engaged on Beer Army Radio. Well, welcome back, man. There's a lot shaking in the world of Beer Army. We're closing in on a very important date. January 23rd, Greenville Convention Center, Jolly Skull Beer Fest. Beer and Wine Festival. Yeah, Beer and Wine Festival. Yeah, right, right. No, uh, for those people that keep asking about promo codes or whatever, it's right on the website. It tells you it's... It expired on the 19th December. You yeah. had to be a newsletter subscriber, which is free, you know, and then you get the, you know, the code, the promo code. And guess what? Even if you got the newsletter and you got the promo code, but you waited till after the date, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, it, the, <laughs> the code was available yeah. for four weeks. I, I don't know what else to say to people, you know, and um, I know that there are some third party websites that had information on them incorrectly. Again, we're not responsible for third party websites, you know, what they put up. If if somebody put on a third party website like, hey, you can have a free car by going there, what are you going to do? You give them, give that, you know, hey, you know, you go to the dealership, well, this website said I can get a free car, come there. No, nah, I ain't giving you a free car. I mean, <laughs> it just amazes me, you know, it's just yeah. like, come on, man, let's be realistic. And let's not lose sight of the fact that the whole purpose of this is to raise money. For our foundation, which is a 501c3 nonprofit, you know, so I almost kind of want to say to people, like, when you're trying to hustle us, it's like, you're literally, you know, would you do that? Would you, it's like, I'm going to put a dollar bill in, but I'm going to take $5 out of the little red kettle that's ringing the bell, you know, like, yeah, I don't yeah. know, you know, it's just... I don't know. Well, it, the, the it, biggest thing, and what's uh, what's awesome about the, uh, the beer festivals, Jolly School is just one of them, is that uh, they help generate those uh, those very important scholarships which uh, this you no know, last year we gave away 13 and right. even more this right. year and that's prime prime time for scholarships now isn't it yes it is the season is open so from 1 January to 30 March uh, you can submit uh, well if you're eligible and if you don't know if you're eligible I highly recommend you go to slash scholarships and that is our scholarship page and it'll tell you what you got to do the form you got to download um, and you're automatically submitted. We list different scholarships that we're, we offer, but you don't apply just the one. You're automatically put up for all of them, right? And, and then based upon it. So the big the big change is that this year we're going and we're actually offering scholarships in, in the state of Oregon and Virginia, in addition to North Carolina. So and again, we're trying to do you know 15, 16, 17 scholarships. You know, we want to get a little bit up above where we were at 13 last year. So yeah, we're very very excited about it. And again, it's because of people supporting us. And uh, we really, really appreciate it. So, well, and, and the best way to do it—I mean, enjoying good beer and doing good things—is absolutely amazing. So, uh, get your tickets for a Jolly School Beer Fest. If you're going to be in uh, the Greenville, North Carolina area, 
uh, make sure you do check it out. If not, there's a number of ways you can uh, be a part of Beer Army and help us do good things. Hit up BeerArmy.org and uh, check out that pledging there and uh, check out our store as well. There's a bunch of uh, new things up there. There's new T-shirts that are kick butt, man. Yeah, no, we finally got the store uh, all, all squared away. Or what we did before we... Um during for last week's episode or whatever, because yep. I promised I put a, I put myself on a deadline on a clock and, and we got it done. Speaking of which, squared away, uh, I got I got reports back that somebody went up there over the New Year's holiday because they really want to try the beer. They were out. Oh, they, <laughs> they crushed their all of it, dude. Oh, and so the guy's like, "What are you God. talking about? You guys just released it, you know, back on um, that was, was the seventeenth, the seventeenth, right?" And they're like, how can you be out of it? And they're like, it was really popular. People really loved it. And, you know, we're talking 20 bar- beer barrels worth. So I'm, I can't believe that they've gone through all of it. But I how? do wow. I do know where uh, Beer Army Burger Company is going to be getting a couple of kegs. And we're, we're still working on getting our kegs. Six stools or half Yeah, no, nah, it'll, be, it'll be a couple six stools. That's it because it's gone. Wow. So, yeah, I was pretty blown away. I was just like, really? They, they went, oh, it was a great beer, man. I tried contacting uh, Toby to, to verify that. Yeah, hey, you guys out or whatever, you know, but I haven't heard back from him. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty amazing, man. Well, that was uh, that was two episodes ago. What's uh, that? We featured that, the Squared Away yeah. collaboration with yeah. Sierra Nevada, yeah. that Dunkel Weisenbach. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. No, it, it was... <laughs> it was a great beer, Wow. Man. And the thing is that I, and I brought back a couple of crawlers we had at the Christmas party. I feel like I... I vaguely remember it or whatever. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, it's like, holy crap, we only get one more chance at it. That's it, you know? So looking forward to it. But mm. anyways. Wow. Man, oh, well, I need to, geez, I need to, to, to get down to the burger company when those come in. Yeah, definitely. I, I think what we're going to do is we're going to um, say you can't take crowlers of them, you know, to make sure that everybody Just, gets yeah. a chance. Yeah, because otherwise, yeah, people like me, <laughs> like, give me four crowlers. <laughs> Just give me the six stool and crowler form. <laughs> That's right. Wow. Well, it's that time here on Beer Army Engaged. Time to highlight something awesome. Uh, and a wonderful deed that uh, somebody's done going above and beyond. And it can come out of the most traumatic of times. So when everything falls apart around us, the most important thing is is you never know who's going to step in the gap. Mick, it's always amazing what people will do in that fight-or-flight response. And this is another uh, situation like that. This is a firefighter responding to a, uh, a car fire, basically. But the crazy thing is that He's in his own POV. He doesn't have any of his bunker gear on or whatever. He just jumps in, and it just, the video just, I don't think it does not enough justice, but it's pretty impressive. But anyways, we got a small video here. Uh, give a listen. The heroic actions of a fire chief in Pennsylvania today were captured on this dash cam video. Take a look. Chief Nate Tracy of the York Township Fire Department was the first to arrive at the scene of this burning car. The driver was knocked out inside and his life obviously in danger. The chief charged into that fiery, smoky car without even time to get his firefighter jacket on. Then you can see ambulances arriving just as the chief pulled the victim out alive. And this is what happened to the car. If it weren't for the firefighters daring, the ending could have been much worse. So the car is just totaled. The car was wow. on fire. The dash cam shows him pulling up. He has... Um, he has like a regular jacket on, but not the, you know, the fire retardant, you know, none of his equipment on or whatever. Yeah. And he just rushes right in there. And the whole back of the car where the gasoline tank is, is on fire. 
and he opens up the uh, or the door looked like it was already kind of blown open. The person is like obviously unconscious, but he just you know does the old um, you know what do you call it the uh, toe hold or where you reach up underneath the armpits, cross body, yeah. and then you know and uh, just drag them out basically and lay them out. And then as he's doing that, then two ambulances show up. There's still no fire truck you could see or anything like that, but um, yeah, I, I just. When I see a car, I always think of the movies, you know, like it's going to blow, it's going to blow, you know? And so I don't know. My first reaction is kind of like gun shy. Now, I've been in similar situations in the military where you got friends or buddies. It's different. It's like I got to help my buddy or whatever. But if you're just showing up, I don't know. I think I'd be like take a – like assess the situation, you know, or whatever. (laughs) Like do I really want to go close to that car that's on fire by its gas tank, you know, everything else. So. So uh, Chief Nate Tracy, uh, again, of the York Township Fire Department, uh, this is in PA, Pennsylvania, um, he's our hero uh, for this week or whatever for, you know, for putting his life at risk in order to save the life of another. Um, it just, yeah, it, it's just impressive. It's just the, a, the thing that blows my mind is most of those first responders, their mentality, they don't punch a clock. No, they're always on duty, whether or not they're officially, in, right. you know, they're, they're always on duty. Yeah. So I don't know what the backs or what the, the four story to this is, is if he was just driving and came up upon it or if like you're saying, they always kind of like they have their radios with them. They're on call all the time. And, you know, him being the chief, he hears it come across and he's probably realizing like, oh, hell, you know, I must be like I'm assuming he must have been like so close to it if he was responding to it. So he just, you know, showed up on scene and the first one to react or whatever. But um yeah it's just i'm just always amazed i'm just always amazed and and inspired by what people are willing to do for their fellow human being and uh you know i wish i could say that all the time because uh, you know during the holidays you know we went down uh we did the the legoland thing for the kids uh and these amusement parks and I think some of these people need to put on be put on fire the way they act and are just rude to each other and you know cutting in lines and and just everything else like that. It's it's uh, and it's not just because it's a lot, you know there's a lot of foreigners too, but it's not because it, well I think it has something to do with it because the cultures maybe are different and you know people literally well, breathing yeah. on your neck and not giving you your personal space or you know but a lot of people don't know how to function in public. They think they're the only ones that exist. They're so wrapped up in their own distractions and searching for their own high that they don't acknowledge those around them and end up being a detriment to everybody else around them. Well, I just. I just wish that people like this, like, I just wish this was more contagious. Yeah. I guess is what I'm yeah, trying to say. Yeah, I get it. Is, and that's kind of like, I know we talked about, I ain't doing no New Year's resolutions or anything like that, <laughs> but if I had one, it would try to be be more philanthropic or be more uh, humanistic um, and, nice. and um, sensitive mm-hmm. to people around me and not just be selfish. And I mean, I don't think of myself as a selfish person. I'm sure there's probably people maybe who think I'm selfish. I don't. I hope not. But you're driven. Uh, you're not yeah. selfish. You're driven, and but, uh, you don't let anything uh, really get in your way. And people can and insecure people can take that the wrong way. Yeah, I, I, I try not to. Like uh, I, I know during the Christmas party, um, I made some comments to Jen, and I realized <laughs> like I, I kind of cringe now when I when I when I think back to them like yeah I shouldn't have probably said that to her but it's like in a friendly way but the thing is people can mistake things yeah and it's not so much that I know that she wouldn't have mistaken it but maybe people from the outside looking in or just are in that environment start to I don't know um, deconstruct or form their own opinions like oh this guy's you know 
off the reservation or he's an well, asshole. You don't know how whatever. people are filtering it yeah, and what they're yeah. filtering it through. I mean, that's that's the, that's the whole challenge in life. But I mean, you're right. I mean, my philosophy and what I strive to do is to take people for who they are, not what they aren't. I, I totally agree. Yeah. The problem is, we as human beings, we never we we say don't judge a book by its cover, but we always it's do. Hard not to. It's really hard not to. <laughs> but that's the reason why when I see things like this and what Chief Nate Tracy has done, and then when you have video of it, it's documented. You can't really dispute it. it it's pretty straightforward. Like, yep, dude ran into a burning car, ripped somebody out. You know, saved their life, man. And it, it's inspiring, and it's uh, it's appreciated. So. Anyway, so um, kudos to you there, Nate Tracy. Bravo Zulu. We appreciate it and uh, for you doing great things. So, Yeah, big thanks. And get more on this story at uh, BeerArmy.org and in the show notes to a Beer Army Engaged. And uh, the levity is upon us coming up here in just a, a little bit. We have our Yikum to Sue in this crazy world, and it's 2016 is not uh, failing to deliver yet. That's for darn sure. So get ready because there's just a bunch of stuff you can't make up. That's headed your way. Beer Army Engaged on Beer Army Radio. On the battlefield of beer, an informed soldier is a good soldier. Learn more about the Beer Army Foundation. Go to beerarmy.org. Get informed about beer, upcoming events, festivals, and community outreach that the Beer Army provides and supports. The revolution starts with you at beerarmy.org. Beer Army Engaged. I see you've left something here uh, on my desk, Dustin. Mm-hmm. Just for you, it was like uh, I like it. It was like a mystery Santa. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I know you're giving it away. I know who Santa is. Who could have left this here? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Santa Destin. I think what you're talking about is the the new Beer Army Super Super Shoulder Super Shoulder. Yeah, Soldier. love the uh, the new color scheme this year. I love it. And 2016. I know, yeah, people are asking. So what color? It's like, well, I know it's gonna be a little anticlimactic, but it's black. <laughs> I know, like, oh, well, we did OD Green last year, and mm-hmm. then uh, when Jackie was messing around with colors, uh, I said, hey, look, tell me what colors you think look really good. And we saw red, too, and red looked really sharp, too, but, you know, black and red are kind of like our main colors already, and I was like, well, I said, I want to do something different, but I, I don't know, I just like, because our whole idea is to rotate through the colors as we go each year or whatever, and obviously people who collect this stuff, um, you know, they'll have this different, this whole ensemble, obviously, right, this collection. yeah. yeah. You know, besides the year changing or whatever. So, so yeah, so we're talking about for uh, pledging your support. And if you don't know what pledging your support of becoming a Beer Army Super Soldier is all about, please go to beerarmy.org slash pledge. And uh, basically, instead of donating, donating is usually a one-time thing. Well, pledging is a reoccurring thing. So it's a, it's a, here it's like a, not a subscription-based or whatever, but it's kind of like that. And you're constantly pledging your support throughout the year. And so what we highly encourage people to do you know, if you're thinking about donating to us, you know, whether it's whatever amount, I, I, I don't want to say a certain number like, oh, that's what we expect to have or whatever. We, we tell people, hey, $5 a month is what we kind of encourage because that's basically a pint a month, mm-hmm. you know, at your local watering hole. I think, geez, I think there's a lot of places I don't know if you can get even a pint for five bucks anymore. But, um, you know, but let's say you're going to donate for $100 or something like that. Well, we would say we'd rather you donate, you know. $10 or $5 every single month throughout the year, you mm-hmm. know, and you get pretty much the same effect. And at the same time, you're not paying all up in the front. And we like having people because it kind of helps you stay plugged into us and stuff like that and, and continuously supporting us throughout the year. So. Well, and the incentive for doing so, not only is it uh, with the super soldier swag, depending yeah. on the level at which you, uh, you pledge, but uh, it, it's one of those things where you're just helping us do good things. Well, and the cool thing is, uh, thanks to the Ginger Ninja, Ginger Ninja, <laughs> Ginger Ninja, because I'm still working with these dang braces or whatever. Um, 
you know, depending on what level, like you said, you might have a, uh, a half year or a full year subscription to All About Beer Magazine. So we're very, very excited about that, too, and All About Beer Magazine coming on board and uh, supporting uh, the, the Beer Army Foundation. So it's very, very cool. That so. 2016 mag that they put out for, for the New Year's, uh, it's, a, it's an interesting one. Yeah. I, I like that. It's, it's a good magazine. So is it just me or are you kind of like on the jitters over there? Like you're a little hostile. Do I maybe, seem out of source? Maybe even hormonal. Do I dare say? Well, I wouldn't say hormonal. Not hormonal. What am no. I? I'm not a middle-aged woman. <laughs> I'm a middle-aged man. Oh, I'm sorry. So middle-aged men can't be hormonal at all. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Speak for yourself. Uh, no, uh, maybe a little bit. Uh, I've uh, I'm gone a week without a cigarette. Wow. Uh, I can't say I've gone a week nicotine-free. I am using uh, uh, in moderation one of these little. Uh, Vape pens, vape or pens, yeah. yeah, to try to wean yourself off. Or but I feel great. I feel great. I don't feel the drag down. I don't feel out of breath. Huh? I feel like I'm a little more awake. Oh. I don't feel so full of blah. Wow, you can't like make after, that shit uh, up then. After smoking cigarettes, yeah. But it's been three years since uh, I've actually gone a day without a cigarette. Wow. And so far, I've gone roughly a week. Well, I'm glad we talked about it because it fits perfectly in the Sue segment. <laughs> It does? Yeah, man, because you can't make that up. <laughs> you never would have thought I would have quit, huh? No. Nah, well, I mean, I, th- I know it's hard. I mean, I've never been a smoker Well, you know how seriously I used to and, smoke. Uh, you know, but I know, you know, an addiction or anything else, I mean, it's it's a challenge, you know, whether it's food addiction or <laughs> porn addiction or whatever, you know. People, you know, if you, when you have an addiction, it's hard to uh, break those, or habits, it's hard to break habits. So, good it's on true. you. true. Well, I appreciate it, man. It's, uh, it's, I've got a good support system, so... It's just wow. That's all I can say. It's um, it feels good. Good. But yeah, I don't know. I might seem out of sorts to you. Yeah. But, uh, just a little bit. I was just like, hmm, wonder what's up with them, man. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Good stuff. <laughs> well, you like me better smoking? What is it? No, I wasn't trying to say I don't know. that. Something's off with you, bro. I was. Go out a cigarette. I was not saying that at all. I'm so. teasing. I'm teasing. But uh, <laughs> speaking of which, speaking of stuff you can't make up, it is that time. Let's go ahead and yick him to Sue. I, Dustin, I, I'm sure you imbibed, uh, if not uh, beer, probably more things on New Year's Eve. Or maybe you didn't. You go to bed early, so I don't know. I did have a margarita or two. You and Mary love your margaritas. Well, they're just easy and just like you know Cadillac margaritas and, yeah. and my Jose Cuervo and yeah. <laughs> is he friend of yours? Yeah, I don't know. You know, I just... Uh, yeah, I like to drink you with a little salt and lime. It just works. It works for me. No fireball? Uh, no, I usually do the um, uh, hot damn, which you can't get in North Carolina, so I usually buy it out of state and bring it in or whatever. But That's a better choice than fireball. It's, um, yeah, it's a little bit... It's a cinnamon schnapps, basically, or whatever, so... Yeah, Fireball is just straight evil. Which is cinnamon whiskey. <laughs> fireball is the basis of every bad decision after a night of drinking. Oh, is it? Yeah. I thought it was Jägermeister was always a bad decision. Well, it used to be. Oh, so now it's now Fireball. Now it's Fireball. Oh, okay. Fireball is like the elf on the shelf urinates <laughs> after drinking Jäger, and you get Fireball. Elf on the shelf urinates. Yeah. Nice. That's how that's made. Okay. And the devil is the one that gave him Jäger. <laughs> Uh, but what uh, the last people I think you would want to ever give Fireball is your grandma. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I can't. Ima- I, even, I can't even imagine my grandmother doing uh, like shots or anything. If that's what you're talking about, like at a party scene or something like that. Pretty much. Oh. Which is why nobody really ever thought, "Hey, let's get a bunch of grandmas together and give them Fireball," which we have the video for. And here's a, here's a portion from it. I'm, gonna take I'm not going to take that much. 
Well, take a drip and take it. Here, okay. I give you some of mine. No, you no, I don't want it. Just uh, this. You poured more in mine. Well, yeah, yours. you get drunk first. Uh, my sniffer mm. might gone because I don't smell anything too strong. My sniffer is gone. <laughs> Quite. It pleasant. has a distinct smell, actually. That's the German. Maybe it's the balls. Maybe it's the balls. <laughs> Elf on the shelf's balls. See. Mm, not bad. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, there it is. It is hot. <laughs> yeah. There it is. Oh. Not cool. Do you yeah. really want to imagine your grandma making poor life choices after a drinking fireball like you've made? Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't uh. know. Just, it's a funny video because you see these ladies uh, together. <laughs> and, and she's just like, well, you give me more. You can take some of mine. Oh, well, you just get drunk first. You, know? you get it's drunk like, first. It's the balls. <laughs> it's all in the balls. I mean, it's so hot. They're actually pouring it in shot glasses, man. It looks. I thought they were going to slam them, but they don't. They like sipped it, so. It's, it's so hot. <laughs> it's got to be the balls. The elf on the shelf's balls are so full of fireball. He has to squeeze them and fill up the bottles. And wow. that's what we're imbibing on. It's so hot. Wow. Wow. I'm going to talk like that for the rest of my life. I think so. Yeah. Welcome to Beer Army Engaged. I'm your host, Nick Dagger. Don't mind my balls. That's your post smoking voice. My post smoking yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah. I used to smoke. I don't anymore. My voice changed after I quit. Isn't it wonderful? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you What do you got over there? And I can't keep this going. No. So the I guess it's over the holidays here. We had a woman. Uh, she went for her Starbucks latte, you know, and uh, <laughs> she got robbed, but not in the way they traditionally would think, right? So the cashier, I guess, stole her credit card information. A barista? Yes, yes. And then uh, racked up a little over $200 at a Ralph's. I don't know what a Ralph's is. That's like it's a, a grocery store, store out west. Grocery store. Yeah, oh, Ralph's yeah. is a, like a grocery store out in Southern California. So what I she, know of. So what does she decide to do? She decides to contact corporate, contact the police. She's going to press charges. But she wanted to go ahead and face this individual first. So uh, oh. let's give a listen as she goes to the drive-thru and uh, there is some profanity, so earmuffs, uh, be warned. Right, yeah, because <laughs> we are having aversion to <laughs> profanity. Here you go. So what are you sorry about? That you took fucking money from me and my kids? What are you sorry about? I'm sorry that I took money from you and your kids. I'm sorry, I'm sorry that you had to come up here. I'm sorry that this is inconvenient for you. I'm sorry you're that sorry that I- you're about to lose your job because fucking corporate knows? Is that what you're sorry about too? All right, let's go. I'm so sorry. I am a good child. I swear. I'm really You're a good, good. child. Uh-huh. I really do go mm-hmm. to school. I'm 19. I play soccer. So I'm why the f- <laughs> so, I'm a good child who steals other people's identities. So she goes to the drive-thru, and this is uh, Juana Martinez, and she's dealing with this 19-year-old worker um, at, at a Starbucks through the drive-thru window. And, and yeah, she just... The kid did not see it coming. <laughs> I think she probably... You know, like she kind of like you see from the video, and this is her brother was in the passenger seat. And that's who he was saying, "Okay, mom, let's go." You know, like enough's yeah, enough, yeah, yeah. you know. But going through the drive-through, and and she basically went through the day before, and she said, "Oh, I need to get more receipt paper." And I don't know, either made a copy. I don't know how the hell you make a copy of somebody's card and then are able to use it at you, another location. They take their they take their time when you hand it to them. They take their they'll, they'll write it down. They'll write down the number and the security number off. The well, back. if you watch the full video, she says, "Well, you take a picture of it." I bet you that's what you did. But like when you go to the location, though, aren't you supposed to swipe a card or something like that? Or well, you do swipe it, and then the only thing that's printed on the receipt is the last four, and the rest of it's blocked out with asterisks. Oh. But the thing is, is if if you 
hold the card for long enough, they can write it. If they're not, if you're, if they're not in your view, they can just take a piece of receipt paper and write out your number. No, I know that. But then, okay, so you got the number. How do you use it? At a retailer, like, don't you have to swipe a card? I mean, that's the thing. You know, I don't think she has like a credit card making machine, right? Where she's encoding the thing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Ralph's does online grocery delivery or something. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't think about that. Maybe they do that. I just, I, that's what I worry about. And this is, you know, people are shady. And well, this girl, I don't know, what is she, does she, well, I don't want to say that you look like a criminal or what. No, no, she doesn't at all. I mean, she, you wouldn't, you wouldn't think She's it at all. She's a good kid, though. She right. plays soccer. That's what she says. She says, I'm a good child. I swear I'm really good. I really go to school. I'm 19. I play soccer. It's like, what the hell is that got to do <laughs> oh, with Oh, well, it? okay. Yeah. Take my credit card you anytime. Huh? You play you know? soccer. And that's why she goes back at her, like, yeah, you come to Starbucks to get coffee, not to get robbed, you know? And absolutely. And, you know, I've been I've been hit with identity theft a couple of times over the last decade or whatever. And it sucks, you know. You're just like yeah. son of a bitch, you know. And and I almost I know on two occasions I could track it right back from a time that I went on a trip, and I know one of them was at a hotel, you know. And I, in you know I'm just like son of a bitch. You know the best way to prevent that? Mm-mm. Have horrible credit. <laughs> no, I don't worry about that. <laughs> this is my government charge card, though. You know, oh, back when I was that's in, even worse. Yeah. yeah. Because so, then you have the nightmare of them hounded. Oh, my God. Well, that, and then they opened up other accounts somehow with my information, blah, 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 blah. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. I was just like, awesome. Winning. Not. Wow. Well, speaking of winning, or at least trying to win, yeah. got to give credit to a little girl who tried to extend winter break with, oh, yeah? with a forged note. Oh, I heard about this. Yeah. I'll, I'll, this is... Uh, I'm just going to read you the note. Yeah. It speaks for itself. Link to more on this story in the show notes here. But uh, the note simply reads... The school company is taking a break so the kids will get one more week of school off and and me will need your child to sign their name here. <laughs> but the cool thing, <laughs> oh, the note is awesome. You just have to read it. Her misspellings and everything else. It's uh, Was she like, like third grade or second grade or something? Or? Uh, Probably. <laughs> she's got to be. If she's oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like Maybe seven years old. Seven, yeah. So that's first grade. Oh, this is absolutely awesome. <laughs> you got to love it. This happened out of Iowa. Yeah. But uh, all the information is Just trying to get another week, man. There's nothing wrong what with that. What kid didn't? <laughs> I'd like another week. I always went back to school. I was like, God, why can't I get another week? Yeah. I was like, well, why couldn't I have been like this seven-year-old? Been and smart. Unfortunately, she got busted, it sounds like. Well, it was handwritten. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely hilarious oh can't wait so yeah definitely go check it out the but. school company so can you believe we already got the first show for this year already wrapped up man it's already in the books it's in the can I just uh, where's the time go by you know it's like I'm still well, like never stopped like 2015 has gone and we're already into 2016 so well one thing I know is you are always running and a new year means new adventures new yeah, projects and uh, you never stop man I gotta give you that credit <laughs> I gotta give I, you credit trust me when I say I try to I'm trying to slow down I really really am I'm not trying to uh, go faster or farther or harder it's just uh, I don't know I, I just feel like, what have we really done? Have we really made an impact? You know, and I, absolutely. I, I, I mean, I know we have, but I always think, well, we could do more. You know, and I think that's where it becomes a slippery slope, and I need to uh, temper myself. I think. <laughs> well, yeah, no, yeah, I get it. And one of one of my one of the things I try to do every year is remind myself to be objective and look at the the big picture of everything yeah. rather than caught up get caught up in the little mundane details of what needs to be done and realize. Just what has been accomplished. Yeah, absolutely. So, cheers to you, amigo. Cheers to you, man. Appreciate it. So, bam. 
You're still good 2016. That's right. So... And uh, the, the clinking of the glass is uh, with this awesome, delicious Cascade Brewing Blueberry Northwest Style Sour Ale. Check the show notes. Get the information on this awesome brewery out of Portland, Oregon. You can go to uh, Casco- CascadeBrewing.com. I don't think I plugged their website, but CascadeBrewing.com. That's where you get more information. Awesome beers, man. Thank you so much. Thank you. We'll catch you next week. In the meantime, rounds out. Beer Army Radio. The elf on the shelf spools are so full of fireball he has to squeeze them and fill up the bottles.